Welcome to the Kayak Bass Nation. What's up, everybody? Welcome to KBN Live. Happy Monday night to everybody. I uh, hope everybody's doing all right. I know my partner Ryan over here is, is struggling, but he's with us. How you doing tonight, Ryan? Little under the weather, but we're we're getting there. You got a you got an IV drip off camera going or? No, just uh, drinking water. Oh, you that? know this man's sick. He's drinking. Yep. <laughs> he's drinking water. He's drinking water. Well, we got a we got a big show tonight, man. We got Brian Hillman in here. Just won the All American Classic. Uh, he was on at the beginning of the year after he won a or came in uh, runner up at a, a series event and then capped off the year by winning the classic. So we got Brian. Um, we're going to talk about that and talk about the event. And then we've got a bonus guest towards the end of the show, Tyler Cole from the All-American Classic is going to come in and kind of give us an update on what they're doing for next year. So that's that's going to be Name fun. Sounds familiar. Yeah. Old TC, Tyler Cole. Um, that guy does a little bit of everything, man. Wins, wins big events, runs big events, a little bit of everything. So that's going to be fun. Always a pleasure having him on, too. Yeah, and if you guys saw earlier, we're doing a little like and share for a swag pack again of Revo stuff. So all you have to do is like our page, like Revo's page, and share this live stream. It's pretty simple. And we'll pick somebody. Like we're it. giving stuff away every week. It's nuts. I know. Crazy, man. Crazy. It's nuts, man. What uh, what have we got happening in the world that we've missed out on here in the last week or so? Man, not a whole ton of ton of stuff happened on the page, really. To be honest. Uh, I want to say thanks to everybody that signed up for the Kayak Fishing Network platform. I announced that last week, and we've had a fair, had up to 160 members over there checking it out, giving me some some tips on what I can improve, and we're pushing towards getting an app for that thing, hopefully sooner rather than later. So appreciate everybody that's done that. That's been and I mean that's kind of like tell I mean give give some people some details. And granted, I've only played around on it for a few minutes myself. I need to do that in my downtime this week, but. Uh, you know what? What are you? What's the what's the goal here? You know, we obviously kind of had something going with the Kayak Fishing Network name, trying to do like some more interactive, informational type stuff. But you've kind of transitioned over into like its own little, you know, encapsulated world of social media. Yeah. So the idea is to make a was to create a Facebook alternative, basically, as Facebook gets more uh, strict and strict with what you can and can't do. And you see all these news stories every day, but the government coming down on them with regulations and breaking them up, break up sent Facebook two weeks ago, we had a big outage with Facebook. So trying to create a Facebook alternative that's, that's directly uh, crafted around kayak fishing and kayak anglers. So it'll be a tool for them rather than trying to make Facebook a tool for them. I mean, Facebook's just Facebook. They're, they've got their own agenda. They're not really here to help us. So my idea was to create a little membership site that, that has a, a membership fee attached, number one, to block block out all the spam and fake accounts, but number two, to keep it ad-free forever, algorithm-free, spam-free, all that kind of stuff forever, uh, and try to keep refining it as a tool and as, as an alternative for Facebook if people get tired of, of using that, because that's kind of all we have. I mean, nobody uses websites anymore. Nobody uses um, forums anymore, and, the, and I hope Kayak Fishing Network can kind of be a meld of all three, a little bit of old school, a little bit of old school, uh, new school, and once we get the app going, I think that'll be that'll be the deal. Because right now it's just a mobile website, and I know, you know, that's that's not exactly what everybody's used to. So we're gonna try to get an app going and and see where it goes from there. So it's been fun, fun project. I like it. I like it. Yeah, man. And then uh, oh yeah, we post stuff about the shirts. You got any messages oh, about yeah, those yeah. sweatshirts? Yeah, I mean, I think. Uh, well, are you seeing people pay on the? <laughs> yeah, we're about we're, we're about thirty percent. We're about thirty percent on the list. So. 
good because I'm gonna have to pay this Chase Tanner bill here in a minute. So uh, y'all get yeah. paid up on your on your KBN sweatshirts. Yeah, man. So uh, get over to the on the group page. There's a pinned post that uh, has the list of people that owe and all that kind of stuff. So check that out and send me a payment. We'll get your get your shirt made up, courtesy of Threadfin. Yeah. All right. Man. Uh, what else we got going? I don't think there's much else to talk about, man. Besides getting uh, Big Brian in here, the man with the giant trophy. I want to know how much that trophy weighs. We'll get him in here and ask ask let's him about that. As, yeah, as always, let's let's talk talk about our sponsors real quick before we go. I got my fresh new dugout bait and tackle hat on. Make sure you go to dugoutfishing.com rather than all these other uh, websites that we see people complain about all the time. Go to a kayak fishing outfitter to get your stuff. Go to dugoutfishing.com. And just and, just a little update on the website. Uh, they're getting everything loaded up now. They're putting all the products on, and then they'll inventory everything and get get all the inventory full on the website. They're trying to transition over kind of from what's in the store to what's on the site. So they're looking. Uh, it's probably going to be mid-November is what we're shooting for as far as everything being up-to-date uh, inventory-wise on the site. So don't think it's a joke like we're sending you there and nothing exists. But Yes, sir. That, that, that's, you know. Look, Ta- Taylor Howe's commenting like she needs a hoodie. So, uh, I mean. I know they've got a virtual baby shower coming up. So Chase Tanner, let's see if we cannot get Taylor Howell a hoodie in there. Uh, that'd be my gift for the can we put that, virtual can we baby put that, shower. Uh, that drawing that we had on the page today on the hoodie, like special edition VDH hoodie. I think we can. Okay. Taylor, give us a thumbs up. If you I got that. you. I got you, Taylor. Keep, keep, right. keep baby mama warm out there. Don't worry, Brian. Somebody will get her a hoodie. You sit oh, back, playboy. You keep counting all that money. You need to go find everybody needs to go find that picture that got shared this morning by somebody, or maybe it was yesterday, but that was that was good stuff. Taylor sticking up for a man, as always. <laughs> uh then like I said, we're doing the Revo contest tonight, and then we've uh, as always got the Western Sun beverage of choice. Uh maybe what Ryan, you need to mix up a little Western Sun with some water, make you feel good. <laughs> Buddy, I'm I'm crippled up. I'm I'm good. I'm gonna, yeah. it's gonna take me uh, a few days to recover, I'm afraid. Yeah. We got Ashley K earlier in the comments. She said she hope you feel better, Ryan. I don't know if you saw that or not. I know. I appreciate she, that. She's Thank worried you, about you. Yeah. <laughs> I'll be fine. I'm too too yeah. stubborn to get knocked down too bad. All right. So let's see. Let me get this thing changed around and we will pull Mr. Hillman in here as he waits patiently for us. All right. Ryan Hillman. There we go. Welcome Hello, to KBN guys. Live, buddy. Again. Yeah. Thanks for having me. Yeah, man. So I know Ryan, he's always got the questions uh, about how the tournament went and things like that. But I got one turn, one question to ask first beforehand. Okay. Which was more, which was a bigger deal to you? Winning, winning the big trophy behind you or winning that team trophy? You know, I'll tell you what, uh, I'm, I'm going to default and say the team trophy. All right. That was pretty special. Right. You know, you know, I'm because, because it meant a lot to, you know, Josh and the Moyet crew. So yeah, it, it, it was pretty special. Everybody was pretty happy about that one, so I enjoyed that one a lot. Yeah. I know, my local club came in runner-up, uh, the club I founded, and I think if yeah. I'd have went up to the event that they probably would have still came runner-up. So. <laughs> <laughs> I like but that. Those guys cool. made a run. Yeah, man. I thought they had it. I thought they had it, so it was, it was fun to watch. But anyway, I digress. Yeah. Ryan, take it away. <laughs> um, what did you win the tournament on? <laughs> <laughs> well, 
I would say day one and day two were totally different. Not not totally different, but I, I used a jackhammer um, on both days. On day one, that was my primary bait. And, and, this and is I crazy. Used, this is a crazy pattern. I, I know. It's, it's weird, isn't it? <laughs> Seems to travel all over the place. Dude, oh, <laughs> I'm telling you, not only did I use one, one jackhammer, I used three. I used three different colors. And, what? And, yeah. Yeah. So at the same time, so I use no, no. That's well, 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 I was going back and forth because I didn't know which one they wanted more, but, uh, yeah, I used a white and chartreuse. I used a clear water shad. And then whenever the sun came out and it was real bright and that, you know, the blades were flashing too much, I picked up a green pumpkin with the, with the painted blade. So. Gotcha. So, yeah. All right. Have yeah. you tried them on like a Tennessee rig or anything? What's that again? Have you tried them on like a Tennessee rig, like the three hook umbrella rig? Have you tried just putting all three jackhammers on that and seeing which color they prefer? I don't, I don't, I don't think I have a rod that big to throw that. So, okay, but uh, yeah, <laughs> we can but, yeah, get you, you one know, at like, the dugout bait and tackle. Don't worry. Awesome. Marketing 101. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, but the jackhammer uh, did, did most of the damage on day one. And, you know, at some point it did slow down. So, so I switched over to an underspin and, and I mean, as soon as I started throwing the underspin, it was a little more, a little more subtle with the flash and then they start hitting it too. I, I caught, I caught a lot of fish on day one. Uh, nothing really big. I had an 18 inch kicker. Um, but besides that, it was all 14s, 15s, 16s in there. And, uh, um, yeah, yeah, it was, it was good on day one. Day two, the bite changed a little bit, <clears throat> and and when I got back there, you know, I thought I thought it was going to be on, so I had the jackhammers tied back on. I was making all the same cast to start the morning, and um, yeah, I wasn't getting bit the same way. So, you know, the weather changed drastically too between the two days. We started off on day one with thirty-eight degree temps. And we had bluebird skies. There wasn't a cloud in the sky all day, and you know, high bright sun. And, and then on day two, uh, we started off with like 55 or 56 degree temps, so you know, 17, 18 degrees warmer. And and uh, you know, we had storms coming in. So about the first hour, I I, I mean, I thought the fishing was going to be excellent. You know, you know, with the overcast skies and the and the front coming in, but it was it, it, it was slow. It started off slow and it was tough, and I wasn't getting bit the same way. And I'm, you know, I mean, I wasn't too nervous about it. I just I just figured I had to put my head down and grind it out. But but after about an hour, the storms rolled in, and the lightning was crazy. So I had to get off the water. I didn't, you know, I bet a lot of guys got off the water at the same time because it, it it was nuts and it was right above us. And so I stood for about an hour on the bank, and and in between lightning lightning strikes, I would. Uh, I'd make a few casts, but you know, I didn't get too crazy, <clears throat> but, but as soon as the lightning stopped and it, and it kept raining, I went ahead and jumped back in the kayak and, and went to fishing and, uh, had to tie on spinnerbait at that time. And, and I'll tell you guys something funny about the spinnerbait here in a second, but, but, uh, tied on the spinnerbait, wasn't expecting to throw it, but had one in the boat just in case. And, and I, I went catching catching fish again you know it was numbers again i was catching 12 13 14 inch fish and you know smaller fish nothing nothing too big i did have an 18 um 
on the board. It was my second fish um, before the lightning rolled in. So, so I had a small limit after after you know probably two and a half hours of being on the water, and and uh, you know as long as it was raining, I was getting hit on that spinner bait, and it was good. But but then the rain stopped. It was about eleven o'clock. The rain finally stopped, and and then 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 the bite really slowed down for me, and so I was getting a little concerned, and and so I picked up a jig at that point, went over to a bush, started flipping this bush, and I started whacking whacking fish off this bush, and I and I and I stuck my big one off that off that bush. It was it was twenty and a quarter. So uh, I like so that, that section good. of the story there. That's that's good. Yeah. <laughs> so you, you know and the whole time i i had good service so i was cementing fish and as i was cementing fish i was watching the leaderboard and and i got on the fish a little bit early so i had a i had a lead you know i was back in the lead i was i was in first place and so i was feeling pretty good but i knew i knew it was a small limit so so i, you know, I figured some people would catch me and right at about eleven thirty, i had <clears throat> i had uh i i had a little upgrade and i looked at the board and and chad davidson had passed me and he and passed me by a margin <laughs> a large margin he had a six inch lead on me and i'd fallen to third I, I think it was ryan that that, that was in second at the time but but uh anyway but after i caught that 20 and a quarter i put it on put it on the leaderboard and i took a one inch lead so so i was feeling pretty good about that you know i figured if i could pick up a couple more fish and just to get a few more inches uh uh, to you know, give myself some cushion and give myself a chance to win this thing. You know, I thought I thought I'd be doing okay. Little did I know I was gonna I was gonna upgrade pretty big. So, <coughs> so after that fish, I <clears throat> I uh, I went to throw in the spinner bait again. At this time, you know, the rain had stopped. The water was slick, calm. Uh, it, it was still overcast, guys. But man, man, I was not getting the bites like I was expecting the number of bites. So, so I, I was, I was just covering water and, and at one point I saw the bait fish starting to move again. They were starting to flicker. They were getting chased and, and it was in certain spots that they were getting chased. So I just kept paddling back and forth to all these spots that they were getting chased. And, and I, I cast up on this flat with the spinner bait and I hooked up rod loaded up and i was like man this fish feels pretty good and by the time i got it to the boat and i got it in the net i i realized it was a pretty good fish it was an 18 incher so so now i got a 20 and a quarter i got an 18 and i got my second 18. and i'm thinking i'm hey, thinking hey, okay hey, that's brian, pretty... hey, brian let me let me let me stop you for a minute yeah. because sure ryan ryan has to understand you're we're fi you're fishing in missouri He's hearing 18 uh -huh. good fish, and he's down there in, in uh, okay. the southeast thinking, okay, whatever, man. We're, we're, we're up yeah. in Missouri here. We're up in Missouri here, so go well, ahead. Well, so he Continue. was talking about the, the stringer being, you know, for, mostly 14s and 15s earlier. That's why I was thinking, you know, we weren't, we weren't going to be talking about a big stringer. So, yeah. <laughs> so I'm, I'm glad, you, glad you continued to yeah. call those it's out. clicking there. on up. Working, yeah, working go ahead, Brian. Yeah. I'm sorry. No, no, that's good. Well, you know, I – well, the fishing's tough too. I mean, True, Truman's got some big fish in it, but yeah. but the fishing November the fishing's been really tough. Um, you, you know, and 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 there were some good fish caught in this tournament, but they were few and far between. But uh, um, anyway, so 
So, uh, you know, you, you know, I catch that 18 and, and, and it's like a four inch upgrade for me. And I'm thinking, okay, this is, this is look, looking pretty good. You know, maybe, maybe I'm going to go ahead and, uh, you know, maybe it'll be my day. <laughs> and, and I go to put the fish into tourney X and submit it. And as I'm doing that, I'm also checking the leaderboard at the same time. Well, it's like, it's like 1230 at this point. I didn't realize it, but Josh was, Josh turned off the leaderboard at noon. And, and so, you know, although I felt like I was doing well, I didn't know where I was at this point <laughs> because if I'm catching them, who else is catching them? Right. So anyway, so, so I felt good about it. I went another probably hour, hour and a half without a bite. And I was still just covering water with a spinner bait and, and, and decided to go back to the bush and, and see if anything reloaded there. I went okay. back. I made I made one pitch on the bush, and felt a thump. Started going sideways. I set the hook, and it was a seventeen incher, you know, and that and that was a three inch upgrade for me because I had all fourteens on on the bottom side there. But uh, yeah, I was pretty happy about that. Now I'm feeling really good about this. And my smallest fish, you know, my limit now is another fourteen. Um, I think I'm sitting at like after that seventeen. I think I'm sitting at like eighty seven and a half at that point which was honestly, it was, it was more than I expected I was going to catch, catch that day. I thought, I thought if I put up 85, that would be a great day. Fantastic day. And I was going to be happy with that, but, but, you know, being, being an 87, five, 87 a quarter, whatever it was, um, you know, I felt pretty good about that. And, and I'm starting to feel kind of content with it, you know, thinking, thinking I've probably got a really, really good shot to win this thing at this point. So anyway, uh, got a couple of hours left and, and, you know, I worked that bush over, you know, caught another small one. It didn't help, but, but, but picked up the spinner bait and started running water again. And, and then I remembered a spot where I had seen, seen some fish, bait fish flicker whenever I came into my area, but I never went back to fish it. And I was like, well, you know, I ran all of this. Let's go there and check that out. And I paddled over there. And they were flickering a little bit, and I made one cast over on this point. Turned the turned the handle a couple times, rod loaded up, and I was like, "Ooh, this one feels pretty good too." <laughs> so, so I brought it up and got got it in the net. It was an eighteen and a half. So, you know, so that so that really capped off my day. I mean, I mean, I had I had like like I said about an hour hour and a half left in the day, but I didn't I didn't upgrade anymore. But that. But that 18 and a half put me at 91 and three quarters. I thought it was 92, you know, but I did the math wrong in my head. So ended up being 91 and three quarters. And it was, uh, it was a good fish. Yeah. That last fish of the day, that 18 and a half, it had some shoulders. It was, was a, that from was a 14? Was that, was that a 14 incher you called from with the 18 yeah. and a half? Yeah. So 14, that won you, that won you the tournament. You won by a four and a quarter. So that four and a half inch yeah. upgrade. Yeah. Yeah. I was trying to, I was trying to do a little bit of math. You, you know, if I wouldn't have caught that 18 and a half, it, it would have been really close. I may, I may have had Troy by a quarter inch, which would have been, you. you know, high drama, but, but anyway, yeah. Yeah. Definitely. Yep. Two we have some right? questions, some questions coming in there, Jeff. I noticed, uh, throw, yeah, throw a, a couple of those up. The number one question, I had the same one. I know that you fished out of a Hobie for years and that was not a Hobie yeah. deck that I saw. And, uh, right. a bunch of people asking right. what kayak are you in? So, yeah, I, I, 
And we still have the Hobie. I mean, it's in the garage, but I didn't bring it to this one. It's a Hobie Pro Angler 14 360. I knew I knew I was going to be fishing some different water, and I needed a different boat to get to that water. So I, I was in a Jackson Bite. Really? That I had rigged rigged up. Mm -hmm. okay. So another yep. another paddle. Did you have a motor on it, or did you just paddle it? Well, it's rigged up for a motor, but but I paddled mostly. How about that? Another paddler right. winning a big championship. Amazing. Yeah. yeah. A few people guessed it was a Diablo. <laughs> I yeah, I saw that. No, that's my throw um, uh, kayak. Throw, so Clif you, throw Clifton's up. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Did you he position that trophy? trophy? It looks like your, your mount is chasing the, the fish on top of your trophy. <laughs> no. No. Was that on purpose? Very tricky. Sure. Yeah, that was on purpose. <laughs> yeah, sure. Whatever you say, Clifton. Of course. Uh, somebody else asked, were there lots of shad slash bait balls where you were catching fish? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. There were some bait fish up there. There were some big gizzard shads, but there was also some smaller, smaller bait fish. And uh, you, you know, there there were there were certain spots where they were holding. There there was like you know, key spots like little points and little washouts, a couple of flats. So. I was just running circles around all those. Yeah. It's kind of curious where you were before? fishing. Do you have a lot of experience on the lake? I mean, is that, is that a place you were kind of familiar with? Uh, you, you know, of, of all the lakes here in South, in, in, in Missouri, it's, it's probably the one I'm least familiar with. And, uh, um, you know, for the longest time fishing the Moyak series, we only fished it a couple of times throughout the years, but, uh, um, over the last couple of years, you know, we've picked it up and you know, it's been in our rotation. And, and I'll tell you, I mean, it's, it, it's a big lake. I mean, I've got a love hate relationship with that lake. I love it right now, obviously, but, but, uh, <laughs> but I, I fished two tournaments, two other tournaments on that lake this year. And, and I got fifth a few weeks ago at the all American uh, series, the last one. And then, and then in June we had, we had 82 anglers, uh, in a Moyak event, and I finished 62nd place in that one. So, wow. I mean, I mean, it it's handed to me before. So, uh, one of your fellow Moyakers has a question. What was the water clarity like where you were fishing? <laughs> is he trying to better. snoop? Is he, is he trying to snoop yeah. where you were fishing? Yeah. Trying to piece, piece the puzzle <laughs> together? <laughs> Possibly. Possibly. Sneaky. So, Richie. Yeah. I saw some pictures. It, it, it looked, it looked it was better fairly than clear. Yeah, in the uh, in the subtitles, Jeff, it says Mojackers. I like that. That's, that's, thank you. Closed captioning. <laughs> the Mojackers. Consider the a name change. Can we talk to uh, Josh about that? Yeah, yeah, it's up to Josh. I'm sure he'd entertain it. Oh yeah, my man. goodness. Um, got some more questions coming in. I'm gonna try to get back and find a few of them. But if you have any more, throw them in here for us. We're gonna have Brian for a little bit tonight. I got a question about that trophy behind you because it's a monster. Mm -hmm. It's a big trophy and it looks heavy. And this picture right here, that looks like an incredible feat of strength to hold that thing out and just pose for a picture like that. How heavy is that? Well, thing? I've been work, I've been working out. I mean, it, it's probably about a hundred pounds. hundred pounds of solid gold. But, yeah. Right. It's not it's that aluminum. Bad. It, it, I got you. Okay. Yeah. I just was very impressed by that pose right there. I didn't, thought it was adrenaline. I didn't know. <laughs> Does the lid come off? Like, could you drink out of it if you wanted to? Negative. 
All right, no, never mind. Scratch that idea. <laughs> Maybe uh, somebody next else time. had a Maybe... question earlier. Where was that at? Somebody asked. Oh, there it is. Fantine said, "You look like a cop. Are you a cop, Brian?" I'm not Brian a cop. is a cop name. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, not a cop. Not a cop. Our only cop. Our only cop regularly on here was Cruz, and he's not a cop anymore. I don't know. No, well, we've got we've got Harshman. He's a cop for certain hours in certain parking lots. But he's a TikTok cop. <laughs> when he's not dancing, he's copping. He's copping on TikTok. Yeah. Uh, let's, let's talk about the event a little bit, Brian. I mean, I know you won ten thousand dollars, but that, yeah. Outside of you, the big win. Let's talk about the event overall. Year two of this thing and and how it how it went to you. Was it bigger and better than last year? I, I didn't get to go this year. I was there last year. I was impressed last year. Yeah, you know, I, I mean, I don't know if it was bigger and better, but but, but it was definitely uh, there. There were a few aspects of it that were a little more polished this year, and I think it's just a year older, you, you know, than they've been, and they've kind of learned some things, you know, Baby and Josh and everyone that kind of helped put that together. Uh, <laughs> Tyler did a great job being the MC. You know, Everhart's was they were working hard to make sure everything was taken care of. You know, to host host the event and uh you know i know josh i know josh spent a lot of hours you, you know he's been working on this for the last few months and just making sure you know all the i's are dotted and t's are crossed um you know he's a detail-oriented kind of guy and, and and he made sure that happened and, and you know things went off without a hitch for the most part um so even though it rained how on many us, we had the big 10 170 guys were in this 100 yeah. that's crazy yeah, it's a pretty solid turnout out there in wherever it was, Missouri, whatever you guys call it out there. Wherever it was, everything <laughs> everything west of the Mississippi is wherever it was, except for where Brian, except guys. for elk, except for where you go elk hunting. That's it. Everything else is whatever. Whatever's out there. I mean, I don't know where that is either, to be honest with you. I'm out in the mountains somewhere. <laughs> I just drop you off out of the plane. You hunt, yeah, come I back could, home. Yeah, I couldn't. I couldn't find my way there from here. If I had to. <laughs> Uh, and that's the thing that this event kind of fell into that, that niche where the, the original TOC was, you know, kind of picked up where that hole was. Um, but they kind of expanded on it a little bit, you know, they allowed some, some different qualifications, including tournament directors from certain clubs and sportsmen of the year, uh, expanded right. it out how you can get into this thing. But even the original TOC people didn't understand it as a national event, even though it was, and this is too, I mean, clubs from New York can, partner up with with the all-american and, and get folks into this right and then that works right yeah absolutely i mean i mean that's the way it was originally designed so yeah so i mean nationwide any club you know who wants to participate you can send your top 10 top 10 from angler of the year yeah you know it comes so out not a, not a regional deal as a matter of fact mm -hmm. hang on just a second we got we got the man himself the mc tyler oh, cole dude. what's up Slide guys He's in a little early so, with his headset and crooked hat, looking like uh, Jim crawled out of my work trail. All right, that's cool. But yeah, uh, yeah, we were just talking, Tyler. You, you may have heard us. We were talking about that, the misperception of uh, the All American and the TOC before it of not being, you know, of being a regional event, and it's not. It's a national event. We're gonna talk about that a little bit. Clifton is excited by that. He just commented and said, see, I have this national event, haters. <laughs> Congrats to Clifton on realizing his first national event. I'm trying to get my headset connected again. 
Oh, you're it's good. Man. Freaking yeah. out here. Give me, give me just a minute. Oh, you're good. Uh, Richie got in the comments that Brian was the Moyak club president when Moyak went to the first TOC in 2015. That's right. You and Eric were still yeah. doing things back then, right? Yeah, we were. We were. I think I was the president for a couple of years and, uh, you know, before Josh took over. So, yeah, that's cool. I that's that's, that where, I met, that's where I met you originally. Wasn't it Brian up there at one of those events yeah. or was it at that Terry Manley event up there on Table Rock? Is that where I met you? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Good question. Yeah, I remember that. I remember that event. That was the one you won. The original, the original, the founding father of the national tournament series. That's right. Matter of fact. Yeah. Look at you there. (laughs) For old time's sake, I got one on the shelf. Look at that. Marvin says uh, Tyler Cole looks like he's on a crab boat. (laughs) (laughs) He might be. (laughs) He's out there pulling pots, boys. Little known fact, Truman Reservoir has crab pots in it if you want to run them through there. <laughs> no, it doesn't. I think, I think he's struggling, struggling to connect. Can you hear us, Tyler? It's struggling bad. All right. Uh, we got you now, though, right? You good? Yeah, I can just I can just barely hear it. So. All right, we'll roll with it. We'll roll with it, man. Yeah. So, so what? What I asked you before your headset went went crazy is pe- the misperception of the TOC and then this event uh, of being a regional event when really it's open nationally to anyone that wanted to partner up and send qualifiers, right? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, any any club that puts on some live events, you know, and wants to send their qualifiers, and you know, it's kind of a just to give back to all the clubs like the TOC used to be. And it's yeah. not like to be a partner with you guys. There's no, you don't have to like pay membership fees or do any kind of crazy stuff. You just have to say, Hey, I want to be a partner with you guys and send some people. That's it. Right. Yeah. Literally just shoot the roster over and you guys are signed up. So yeah. True. Do you have to have any kind of like club tattoos or stickers or anything? Um, if the more <laughs> stickers, the better. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right, I got it. I got it. Noted. Yeah, that's that's something y'all need to change, man. Because before the Southeast, they never really sent guys to the TOC either very much. To the you know the original TOC in Fort. So we need to start doing that for for this one maybe. There might be a little rumor on the street that there might be a club from the Southeast heading over next year. Oh, Oh. what do you got? Is it one of the KFL teams or like a? Well, might be might be a new resurrected (laughs) team over there. (laughs) You know, yeah. A resurrected team. Somebody coming back from yeah, the ashes. I, I I saw a Facebook post today that this guy was turning the lights back on. I saw Uh-oh. something about that. Is that bluegrass? Yes, sir. All right. So oh, yeah, I'd love love to get you guys to come over this way. I mean, it's it's turning into a pretty awesome deal over there. You start throwing ten thousand dollar checks around, I think you get people's interest. You might get some folks on the road. Yeah, um, definitely. Uh, that's a huge pot. I mean, I mentioned it earlier in my post, but to not, you know, to not be like affiliated with one of the three big, you know, sponsored yeah. national trails, that's a huge, that's a huge turnout for, you know, something that, that is, you know, relatively just kind of the grassroots people putting it together and pulling something off that big. That's awesome. Yeah. I mean, it, I was really surprised by the numbers, you know, the first year. I mean, I was figuring, like I told them I'd call it successful if we got between 75 and 100. 
and we had 167 show out the first year and then we bumped her up to 172 this year and hopefully hopefully it'll just keep growing and keep growing that's pretty consistent too you know i mean it's not not you didn't see a huge fall off i mean you did see growth which i think is important but what did you change uh from year one to year two um, basically, like last year, what we did is we focused on, you know, giving out a lot of prizes. And I literally, I, I stood up front calling numbers for almost 45 minutes. And, I mean, we gave out probably close to $15,000 in prizes. And I watched a whole crowd literally melt in their chairs going, is this guy done yet? And so we decided this year that we'd take that money and we'd move it to the big boss pot. And it, it seemed to be like a pretty good hit. I mean, we went $150 an hour and then $500, $500 each day and then $1,000 overall. I like that. As, a, yeah. as somebody that can't do anything but catch big bass this year, I would, <laughs> I'd be willing to sign up on that. Steve Fields, I know yeah. you're watching this. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it. Take note, playboy. <laughs> It was definitely fun to watch. I mean that that hour four there was there was three fish over twenty that came in on day two, and a nineteen and a half in there too, and three of those guys didn't get any money. So. Y'all did a uh, trash fish pot too, didn't you? How much did the trash yeah. fish guy walk home with? What? The tra- so a trash fish is any fish that's not a bass. Doesn't matter how you catch it. You know, it's a trash fish. Like, get it in the boat and get a picture, you know. It's just kind of a fun little thing that Josh started with the Moyak Club. And we ended up paying out $600 on, a, on like, a, literally a, a $10 throw-in. Come on. And, what won that? Uh, it was a 26-and-a-half-inch carp. Like a, a like a river buffalo, and <laughs> wow. the guys sad. literally got J J S Elsera, I think was his name, but he's literally got one finger up in its gill. It's the first time he's ever caught one, and you could just tell he was struggling to keep it on the board. You know this thing. He said it was flopping all over the place, but if that that Logan Depay from Indiana, that young kid that comes down. He actually, if he would have got in the the trash pot, he would have crushed it. He caught a giant spoonbill. Oh, wow. And, I mean, this thing was huge. He's standing up with it in his kayak, and he's holding it. I mean, it was big. How would you have verified length? Would he have to lay on it and then measure himself? Or some, <laughs> yeah. Weird? Like I told him, I said, you catch something crazy, just get a reference point, and we'll figure it out later, you know? <laughs> He's got a fish but stick with like seven extra joints on it. It's fine. <clears throat> we ended up going and getting a garbage can like at 2.30 because we were sitting around the office judging fish and joking about it. And I'm like, somebody brought up getting a trash can for the trash fish trophy. And so we, Josh ran to Walmart quick, grabbed a little <laughs> flip open trash can. We threw some stickers on it, wrote on the front of it. And it sounds like that's going to be a staple every year now. That's pretty hey, cool. I, I, Here's what you ought to do, man. Let me let me add to your trash trophy. Every club ought to bring a sticker and slap on that sucker too, if they have right. one. Right, definitely, that'd be, that'd be definitely. Yeah, 
That'd be dope. Like trading pins at a little league game or something. Yeah, I, I like what go. y'all are doing over there. That's that. I mean, that is it is too fun. I was so sick to miss it this year. I told Brian if I'd have been there, man, our team would have still came in the same exact position. It wouldn't have, it wouldn't have helped at all. But but I sure but, but I sure would have had fun. I sure would have had fun up there, man. You guys put on. I mean, show. I I sat in sat in the office and judged a thousand and seventy fish in two days. In tough conditions, too. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, first day was bright overcast or bright high skies, you know, coming off a cold front. And I mean, the full moon really didn't help either. And then the next morning it was lightning and blowing rain every direction you could see. Yeah, I was texting some of my guys, wishing them luck. And uh, I was getting texts back of radar shots of what was coming down. (laughs) And I felt bad. I felt kind of good being in my house, though. Yeah, no uh, doubt. Sitting at home in the in the warm living. Room. Yeah, I, I was in Illinois Sunday hunting, trying to hunt, and it like it yeah. started storming at like four a.m. and I was like, "There's no freaking way I'm climbing a tree with this crap coming through." Yeah, I'll just drive on on back to the house. <laughs> Y'all can keep that. I touched a little bit of Missouri on the way back. Uh, I got to see East St. Louis, uh, lovely place. Yeah, uh, yeah, missed an exit, so. I got to, I got to go roam around. I texted him on the way through when I was coming through St. Louis on the way up. I texted him. I was going to see if he had a show going. I was going to stop by, see what was happening. Uh, that would have been fun. It would have been fun. I'd do it. Yeah, man. Um, any more questions for Brian or Tyler? Throw them in here. Josh is in the comments, too. But, Tyler, tell everybody what's going down. And one of the reasons I wanted you to slide on here at the second half of the show is what's going down in, in – 22 and 23 because you guys are changing things up the fall's kind of gotten heavy with championships so you guys have kind of made a decision there haven't you yeah yeah we decided we were sitting around and we were thinking about it you know you have you have some pretty major championships in the fall you know and the the last thing we ever want to do is take away from some of that or have our guys taken away from that you know for other stuff give everybody the most the most opportunity they can get you know, so we started looking at the spring and then we were trying to figure out, you know, bass, bass is normally in March. Well, I mean, then there's nothing till the fall. So it's like, how do we transition to move our, our event to the spring? You know, because a lot of the guys that fish here like to fish the KBF or they're chasing the TOC. I mean, you know, and so we decided that next April, we're going to do an open qualifier event just kind of our big event, not, it won't be a true classic, but it'll be, you know, a, a bigger event there that'll just kind of be an open event for anybody to co- come and try it and get qualified. Then we'll run through the normal part of the year, you know, with all the clubs fishing like they normally do and qualifying their anglers. We'll get through the end of 2022. We won't have anything at the end of 2022, like we did this year, it'll actually be in the April of 2023 will be the next big classic where by then we, we got a really good thing rolling. You know, we're, we're drawing some anglers. I mean, the, the sponsors are starting to reach out and so hopefully we can make it bigger and better every time. Yeah. And I tell you what, man, Truman is big enough to hold probably double what you had. Wouldn't you say? I mean, it's a giant lake. Yeah, I mean, and then we do have the option of Lake of the Ozarks is right tied right to it, you know. So if it comes to that point, we can open that water up too, you know, and just kind of see what happens. 
I like that spring bite a lot better for championships. Uh, you know, the national championship was always traditionally in the spring. And the yeah. one one of the things that made it cool was you would see some really big bags get put up. Not, not you know, saying that the national championship down in Bossier City wasn't big bags. Clearly <laughs> right. it was. But I don't sure. think that is comparative to every other place in the rest of the country. Most places in the fall fish pretty tough yeah. during that transition period. Some of them just are sad. Like Chickamauga, I think it took like 12 pounds to, to get yeah. in the top 10 or something in the CBA. And that's they put out 40-pound bags like, yeah. <laughs> through the year and, it, you know, like 16 pounds on it. Like that's how tough even the Tennessee river chain is, is fishing in the fall. So I like seeing a championship in the spring. I think that gives more people a better opportunity to go out and put up a big bag. Yeah. I, I think it'll raise our overall attendance. I mean, everybody's pumped up in the spring to fish, you know, by the time you get to the fall, you're, you're wore out, you're tired. You know, it's like, man, do I really want to do that? You know, I, I think it'll give everybody that refresher. You got all your fresh, all your new vacation, you know, you're, you're good to go. And I mean, you can kind of plan for it and yeah, makes it a little hunting, easier. It's not in hunting everybody. season. I mean, hunting season's a big deal, man. You lose a lot of guys yep. after in October, even for state championships, people don't show up because of that. Yeah. I was super happy to move it back to October because November's our rut here in Iowa. Ah. And that's time to live in a tree. So, y'all have trees. I don't really Iowa. care for anything after about June. I'm I'm ready. <laughs> I'm done by right? about June. <laughs> you, you give me February through June, you can have the rest. Yeah. Well, I mean, we do, we do have a couple other things in the in the works. We're not we're not all the way finalized yet, but there might be a a higher level series coming out of the All American. Oh my. And so once, once we get then we'll, we'll get hop back on here and we'll chat about it. So well, let me ask you this, and Brian, this would be a good question for you because you've traveled and fished nationally, you know, all the major series, but you also have, have fished with Moyak, of course, but why would a guy – give an All-American Kayak Series and the Classic a look as compared to chasing the Bass Championship or the TOC or whatever because I think it gets left out of the conversation. I mean, I know it's still new, but it's kind of been left out of the conversation when you talk about what trail you're going to fish or what trail you're going to chase. Why should people give this a look as an angler that, that obviously fished it this year? You know, for for me, it was about it was about time. You, you know, the available amount of time that I had and, and uh, you know, the amount of travel I was having to do. I, I was really having to pull back on on chasing some of those bass tournaments. And, you, you know, I've only fished a few Hobies over the last couple of years, um, you know, because because the travel is so, so far and, and um, you, you know, and, and there are two-day tournaments too. So, I mean, it was a real commitment to, to go and chase those. And – if I and I would say most anglers are probably like me. If I can't fully commit to something and actually and actually you know compete and 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 try to finish well and and do well in the OI, um, you, you know I have a hard time committing my, my time and my money to it. So 
you know, the All-American Series being as close as it was. And I, and, and, and I just didn't fish here in Missouri. I mean, I you know, went to Oklahoma, Iowa, you know, those places uh, to, to, to compete in this. But, you know, it was just a little bit more doable for me. And, and, you know, it is a step up, step up and step above your club and state events for sure. So, I mean, that's, that's my perspective. And I would, you know, I, I would say that there's probably a lot of anglers that have the same perspective as well. Kind of that middle ground. It's good stuff. And I know that uh, over in your area, Ryan, people have been uh, talking about doing something that was kind of a, an in-between, right? Between, uh, the local I mean, stuff and national stuff. We talked about it. Well, I mean, I guess back when when we had KBN rolling, you know, that was one of the that's one of the reasons that our little group chat came to exist is is we were looking for that, you know, kind of higher level event outside of the state stuff, but still kind of regional, like a southeast shootout type deal. Or, you know, pick six of the best lakes in the south or something, and and put a big trail on it. I think. You know, I still, I, I wish, I don't know where you would put it. I don't know, and I don't mean location-wise, I mean time-wise. Like, now I feel like the schedule is, especially in the southeast, is so saturated. You almost feel pressured, like, every two weeks, like you have to be somewhere else. And I, it's probably part of my own mindset. I feel like I can't say no to something that's, you know, three or four hours away. But uh, there's just so many tournaments now. Like, I don't know if there's room to squeeze something like that in down here now. I don't know. I mean, that's, it's still in the back of my head. I'd love to see it happen. But uh, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know how much time I can put into it personally. Yeah. Well, it, it's a cool thing that the All-American has going. I wasn't really sure, to be honest, when, when you guys, after the first All-American Classic, which I thought was an awesome idea, which you guys jumped in with a series right away, I thought, man, are they – Kind of getting out ahead of themselves a little bit. What are they doing here? Uh, but it seemed to go good. I mean, you guys had pretty good attendance, and you expanded your footprint next year, going all the way up to Michigan. It looks like uh, up that yep. way. So excited you to hear what you guys are going to do, too, don't you? Yeah, yeah. You slip on yeah, that here too. I see you. Hey, taking a little fish, poke over that way. Trash fish pot's going to be fire there. Catch some right. Yeah, everybody <laughs> right. will be in on that one. I'm going to come just for the trash fish pot. <laughs> Right. Have you a little Asian carp no, cookout I mean, at the end? The series, the series went really well <laughs> this year. I mean, we averaged, averaged across the board fifty anglers. You know, which pretty decent for a first year series. You know, this year we're kind of changing the structure of it a little bit. We're going to go to the two day events and little higher entry fees and kick a little more money into that AOI pot and start paying that AOI spot out. You know, because. So it's been I, like the thing I notice is like the AOI never pays out really what it deserves, you know, I mean, in certain places, you know, but I mean, those guys, that's the guy that's bust his butt all year and stayed consistent, you know, and we're going to try to give some recognition for that. So, and, uh, did, who your, won yours this year? Didn't Lance win? I'm sorry. No, I was just one. Didn't Lance win y'all's Moyak? Yeah. Moyak? Yeah, okay. Yeah, he won it in four events. Yeah. What's your but entry fee going to be? What are you moving to? We're going to bump up to 175 for a two-day event. And then we're going to carry carry some money. I'm not sure the exact numbers. Josh is a number guy. 
but we are going to take some out for AOI. We're going to take some out for the championship and just kind of roll with it. And what was your entry fee on the classic? Uh, 150. Okay. And then the sportsman's, the sportsman's award, we give them half off. So they all get in, you know, as a little recognition for their club, you know, the $75 buy-in. So that's always a good award to be able to hand out. And do y'all do an overall sportsman award at the end? Didn't y'all name that after Ben? Well, we, we actually put one out. We put one out for our, our class or the, the series. We, we named Troy Yankee. I mean, this guy, he keeps us all in line at about every event. So, I got you. Throw that comment by Shane Shane Kitchens up there, Jeff. Yeah, I like that. Yeah, I I mean, if our local events are like thirty five or forty bucks, and then the national big national events are like two hundred or two hundred fifty bucks, like there's a big range for something in between that because some guys they can't take they can't take off the time to pursue that you know or they don't want to go spend 250 bucks on a lake that they've never been able to see before if you have these kind of more regional trails with a more moderately priced entry fee they feel more comfortable throwing away a hundred bucks on a lake that's maybe only three or four hours from them and they can still hit that whole series that's why that market's there yeah. I mean, it, it works out great. You know, it's like I said, the, the all American is like a, it's a, it's a working man's championship. You know, it's not the guy that's going to be out traveling every week. You know, it's, it's, it's more based on the grassroots, you know, to keep, to give them something. I mean, I, I was fortunate enough to win that TOC trophy in 17. And I mean, like when I handed the trophy to both these guys, Brian and Jeremy Mitchell last year, like, the goosebumps stood up on my arms like it was it was me getting it again, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and just to watch Mitchell, that, he won the event and qualified him. That's what put him in the ten, right? Yeah. Yep. And he yep. went Last down and year. almost won the ten, like without fishing. Yeah. One KBF event about went down yep. there and and took it all from him. Yep. Yep. I was rooting what? for the underdog on that one. I, <laughs> I mean, I like the oh, he's in the house, but I would have loved it if he came in without fishing one KBF event and just wiped the floor with him. <laughs> right. Was that a deal yeah, this I year mean, or was that a one-time deal, Tyler? That was just a one-time deal. Okay. You know, KBF was talking about doing a, doing the team challenge thing. And we, you know, we had had this set and we ended up talking to him. And I mean, Chad was, he was very supportive in the deal to let us just take off and run with this idea. So, yeah. And well, I like just, that y'all aren't officially affiliated with anybody. I love right. that. Yeah. I mean, the only affiliation we have is Everhart's. I mean, these guys, yeah. they really, they kill it for us. I mean, these guys behind the scenes during the event, I mean, he's got, they literally have everybody working in case somebody's broke down or somebody needs some help on the water, they'll send a person in a heartbeat. You know, they're, they're banging out the, the signs and the banners and setting the tent up and getting the lights. I mean, these guys really bust butt and make it, make it a lot easier for me and Josh to just roll in and make this thing run. Yeah. And I, and I mean, like affiliated with national, 
tournament yeah. organizations, not not necessarily sponsors. That's awesome. I know Everhart's is is big sponsor, you guys. And one thing I wanted to raise an alarm about: Did you say Josh was your money guy or your numbers guy? <laughs> yep. Wasn't he? Isn't he a Marine? Well, he reads a little. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Sorry. No, I mean oh, man. it. With what Josh does behind the scenes with all the different series he runs, I mean, my hat's off to that guy because I couldn't keep it all straight. I mean, I can I can barely put together one event, let alone doing five different series and trying to make everything go. So, I mean, he's a heck of a director, and, I mean, he does some pretty great things. Oh, yeah. Heck, Moyak's pulling 100 in an event these days, aren't they, Brian? Yeah. Yeah, I yeah think they're had, killing it down we, there. We had quite a few events over 100 anglers this year. Yeah. yeah. Right here right here in the Midwest, out there, as you would say, Brian, uh, Ryan, out there, out that way. <laughs> who, who would have thought? Who would have thunk it? Yeah, man. <laughs> yeah, we got some uh, few questions and comments coming in. Somebody said there. Oh, that's Davison. He's always he's always banging that AAKC drum. He said he's already <laughs> already been paid for it too. You already got the payments out. Yeah. How's that possible? Yeah. Did y'all hand out cash money? Did I see some cash money changing hands at the at the event too? Every every hourly big bass was paid in cash. Okay. People walking out of there making it rain. That's that. That's that bar money. Yeah. You know you gotta have that. <laughs> I, I hope he pays it in checks, and I'm absolutely terrible at anything to do with the mail. So I left like my big two big bass checks laying on my table for months. And poor Steve Fields is messaging me. He's like, "Hey, uh, accounting was wondering, like, did you get those checks?" And I'm like, "Yes, I swear, like, I'm gonna cash them. I promise. I'm so sorry." <laughs> I just want direct deposit. I want direct deposit with Hobie. That's all I'm asking. That's the next. That's the next evolution. Direct deposit info. They'll pay you in Bitcoin or Shiba. 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 Yeah. Whatever. Gosh, don't even get me started on all that mess. I don't know how many dog quarters a kayak costs, but I don't know how much I I can get done with that kind of stuff. They're free if you come to the event and draw the right ticket. We gave away another kayak this year. Sure enough, did. I I think we need to start a campaign to get uh, the Tennessee Valley guys to send a team up here next year. What do you think? Or the 2023. Deal. What do you think, Brian? If Kentucky brings a group, you have to bring a group. All right. And I bet you that they can find you a crappy bar somewhere in that town, Ryan. I guarantee There's a bunch of them. Put it on the list. There's a few. Put it on the list. Let's go. I'm yeah, on a squad up there. I ain't, I ain't worried about it. Let's do it. Yeah. Hey, Jackhammer. He already told me to eat Jackhammers. I'll come. Right. Sounds like a great time. Especially in the spring. Hooker yeah, masters. My God, Steve. I know. I wouldn't get it. I wouldn't get to <laughs> dignify that comment with a response, Jeff, but now that you've already poked yeah. the bear. So shocking. I'm not going to throw it on the screen, but I've said it. That I've must be some it. overseas tournament experience. I don't know. <laughs> I haven't seen the attorneys paying those out around here. That's some of that Italy Bass Nation talk. I don't know what that is. <laughs> That's something. Uh, international flavor. Yeah, for real. Um, Speaking of Hobie Worlds, uh, go ahead and announce oh. that location, Steve, while you're talking about vouchers. <laughs> we can get you a link right now, Steve, if you want to slide in here. I'll send you the link. Oh, wait a minute. Miss Booth, is this true, Brian? 
So maybe, maybe he didn't want his wife to know he got paid yet. He's in trouble. He's in big trouble. Um, we've got a troll in the comments too. I don't know who's Clinton. I saw that man. Is. I was like, someone. I don't. I, oh my I god! Look at sure. this. We got trash talk. Uh oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh! Whatever. There goes Grab the Tennessee gloves. Oh boy. Uh, oh boy. Listen, if you, I can put together a little A team out of Tennessee, and I promise you don't want that smoke. That's what they want. That's what they want. Okay, Alaska, we'll go salmon fishing with grizzly bears. You don't want to. You don't want to play that game. Come on now. They're they're begging for it up there. All, All right, right, Josh. If you're okay. listening, if you're listening, let's get this. Let's get these side bets rolling. <laughs> We're gonna have to. We'll have to set it up a series though. Now we'll bring a Tennessee team up and uh, and run y'all in this one. But you gonna have to come down to one of our big events and bring uh. Bring some some over there folks down. <laughs> we can bring them all. Just combine them all to come down. Right, <laughs> bring it's all one them. big one big state. Big, okay. Big Billy Bowden up on the way back down wherever that wherever he's at in relation to Missouri. <laughs> bring it. <laughs> Y'all just drive. out here wide dick up and we'll, we'll get Bill, it. Billy will drive. <laughs> I've I've followed Billy. Uh, I don't want him driving anymore, <laughs> ever. Yeah. No, this has been a fun show tonight, man. I know we're getting up against the hour, and Ryan's probably needs to go get another IV drip going, uh, fighting off his head cold. But uh, anything else from the crowd before we go? I guess I need to pick a winner of this giveaway. Let's see if we can do that real quick. Yeah, my man. I'm ready, player. Brian, you got anything else you want to drop before we go, man? <laughs> I'm dropping about all I can, man. Mr. Hillman, how about you, buddy? Anybody you want to thank? You got some wife. Wives. <laughs> I thank my wife on my Facebook post. But, uh, yeah. Right. <laughs> We're good. Right. She said she ain't getting two thank yous. <laughs> I got her on my Facebook post. <laughs> That's because she just took five grand. <laughs> That's cold. She doesn't That's know cold. yet. Listen, <laughs> I haven't told anybody this, but but a few people know this. I left I left the uh, – ceremony and i made it about three miles down the road my truck broke down so oh. so yeah yeah that prize money is going going into that truck <laughs> it's always it something out, it? though it it's always out. something it's been a good always rig. something man. i'm gonna i'm gonna keep it uh tyler give us a <laughs> where, where do people find info on the all-american uh, kayak series for next year uh the all-american kayak series.com uh we got a facebook page we got a facebook group um jump on follow me i try to share everything that rolls through josh same way you know you can get just about our new schedule is up on the facebook page so and it should be like troy troy stays right on top of that so right. cool all right and hey, i mean uh, i'll wind? just i just throw a little little teaser uh -oh. just a little one uh -oh. There's there's talk of a high roller series next year or this high this rollers. next season, like a high roller side it, pot or a different schedule. Different schedule completely. Really? Okay. You say high roller, you talking okay. about a thousand dollars per event? Oh, oh, what? So oh, how many? We'll, we'll discuss it later. <laughs> Where's My this God. at? 
What's that? Where's it? I mean, what part of the world are we talking here? We're talking. How y'all? We're talking. All right. So rough <laughs> estimates. Three <laughs> events. Here we three go. events. Fifty percent at the fifty percent January first. Fifty percent at the month before the event. We'll have three events and then a championship. You mean fifty percent? You got to put the money down. Yep. Prepaid. Prepaid. That way we know where we're at. We know where we're serious. We're gonna see how cheap you SOBs are, kayak fish. Well, Well, it's like I said. You know, I think to get to get those top level sponsors and get them in this game, we have to invest in ourselves. You're right. You know, we have to show them that we're willing to play. And people and keep so, clamoring want, wanting the pro-level stuff. Look at how pro fishing works. They have a set roster, and entry fees are paid up front, and you know what's happening. Right. Like that's, if you want to be right. pros, act like it. I mean, be ready. Right. And, that, <laughs> and that's it, you know. I mean, 250 is a ton of money in the game. Don't get me wrong. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm a working man, mm-hmm. as you can see. But I think if we truly want to get to that next level and we want to push for those – those bigger sponsors and show them that we're serious about this. We got to put our own money up to do this. Right. So, I mean, we're still, we're still ironing out a lot of details on it, but you know, you get me and Josh together and you never know what we come up with. So. Josh said that was top secret info. Nobody watches this. It's it's still secret. Don't worry. Sorry, man. I know we weren't supposed to say anything yet. (laughs) There's only like 60 something people watching right now. So. Right. Oh, they this will be spreading anybody. like wildfire. They won't, yeah. they won't tell anybody. <laughs> yeah. Social media is always secretive. Don't worry. Nobody says anything to anyone. Yeah. Anyway. yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, Good stuff. yeah. Um, all right. We're going to wrap this thing up tonight. We're going to be back next week. Ryan and I talked about doing a uh, fall edition of the call-in show next week. Uh, and since it's the day after Halloween... What do you think about doing like some sort of uh, viewer call-in costume contest for some shades, Ryan? My biggest fear is that Ryan Van Tine will call in. That's I'm hoping not, he does. Maybe he won't. Maybe my, he won't get word of this. That's my biggest fear in this costume contest. Yeah, because so. I have no idea what it's going to be. But yes, I say let's do it. What's the worst that could happen? You know, that's all right. What's the worst that could happen? We we do get to see a little preview thumbnail of the person before we throw them on the screen, so we'll know. If we're safe for the FCC or whatever shuts us down. Yeah. So next Monday, we'll put some more details on that. We're going to do a little call-in show and have a little uh, caller costume contest. It'll be fun. But uh, that's it. Oh, hey, and I just saw Jesse Halverson comment. You're the winner of the uh, swag pack, Jesse. I just did the little name deal. So my man, Jesse Halverson. Jesse, I've got your your koozie, too. You asked about it earlier. Why they open koozies? I've still got left. Man, he's one. Shoot me a message. All right. Yeah, shoot me a message as well, Jesse. I will send you the swag pack. But, man, what a good night. That was fun. Congratulations again, Brian. Thank you, guys. Thanks for having me. Yep, yeah, good job, man. Tyler, way to put on a great event. That's an awesome payout. I mean, obviously, huge attendance. Uh, y'all are doing something big, man. Can't wait to see what the secret that we're not going to talk about anymore uh, ends out to <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, right, we'll boys. definitely definitely get it hammered out. Sounds good. All right, boys, we're gone. See y'all. All All right, appreciate it. it. See ya. Thanks, guys.